presented by the American Petroleum Institute. Hey there, Playbookers. It's Raghu Manavalan. A couple things we're tracking on Friday, January 20th. President Joe Biden was sworn into office two years ago on this date. To mark the occasion, White House Communications Director Kate Bedingfield is sending congressional Democrats and other allies a cheat sheet of the president's accomplishments to tout. You can catch a link in today's playbook, and it's worth the read to understand the emerging Biden re-election message. There's a heavy emphasis on a manufacturing renaissance, which the talking points state is in contrast to MAGA Republicans in Congress who are creating chaos and proposing an extreme and divisive agenda. Meanwhile, Amir Madani from the Associated Press has a story of Biden's first two years by the numbers, which he calls a mixed bag. It includes a long-sought $1 trillion bill to shore up the nation's bridges, roads, and other infrastructure, but also the unwelcome milestone of historic inflation. There's been a huge number of COVID-19 vaccinations, but nearly 680,000 people have died of the disease. Biden has visited three dozen states and spent all or part of nearly 200 days in his home state of Delaware. And we wouldn't be playbook if we didn't flag this entry on the AP's list. 21. Biden held fewer solo or joint news conferences than his three most recent predecessors at the same point in their presidencies. The race for RNC chair is starting to heat up ahead of next week's January 27th election. Michael Scherer from The Washington Post reports that current RNC chair Ronna McDaniel has said privately that she should be re-elected because she can best stop Trump from creating a third party if he loses the presidential nomination. That eye-popping line is McDaniel's latest tactic as she tries to beat back a surprisingly sharp challenge from Armie Dillon, who has sometimes positioned himself as the true MAGA mantle holder, but is also attracting support from some Trump critics in the party. McDaniel's still confident she'll win next week, but Dillon's camp insists McDaniel will lose support on the secret ballot. And Manu Raju from CNN reports that moderate House Republicans have no intention to side with the Democrats on a clean debt ceiling increase this year. They may be the most likely to work across the aisle, but frontline and centrist Republicans insist the two parties will have to compromise on fiscal reforms, which is exerting pressure on Democrats' no-negotiations stance. Freshman Representative Mike Lawler had this to say, They need to come to a realization pretty quickly. They are no longer in a one-party controlled government, and it requires negotiation. On that note, Republican Study Committee Chair Kevin Hearn said in a letter to his conservative group yesterday, staking out the need for meaningful fiscal reforms in conjunction with raising the debt limit. For Julie Grace Brufke from the Washington Examiner, Hearn had this to say in the letter, there is no more appropriate time to address our nation's finances than when the bill comes due. Here's what's up in Washington today, starting with the White House at 2 p.m. Eastern. President Joe Biden will welcome mayors from both parties to the White House and deliver remarks on the East Room. At 5.25, Biden will leave the White House for Rehoboth Beach, Delaware, arriving at 6.20 p.m. Vice President Kamala Harris will visit the Tahunga Spreading Grounds in Los Angeles County at 4 p.m. Eastern today for a briefing and tour focused on drought and flood resilience. The House and the Senate are out today. And one thing to circle on your calendar, House Oversight Republicans teed up the first hearing focused on border security. 
scheduled for the week of February 6th. Chair James Comer also told THS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas to produce various records related to immigration. All right, for more news on what's breaking in DC right now, subscribe to the Playbook newsletter. That's at politico.com slash playbook. Our music is composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. Playbook's editor is Mike DeBonis. Zach Staten is Playbook's deputy editor. The executive producer and head of audio here at Politico is Jenny Ament. I'm Raghul Manovalan. Have a good weekend. We'll see you first thing Monday morning. The world's need for more reliable, affordable energy is intertwined with the goal of building a lower carbon future. Meeting energy demand and alleviating energy poverty worldwide with reliable, affordable energy while reducing greenhouse gas emissions, is a challenge that the natural gas and oil sector is meeting head-on. The solution is right here. 